0: Almost every hour And it never seems to fade No time to figure out How to balance work and play I've got to be the hero now But you're not here to show me how But But when theory theory calls I hang up the phone. phone
1: Oh, I wanna go
0: on vacation. Without my suit, no expectations. Yeah, I'm going through customs. With my suit, and they pat me. Oh, when and when we go, go to Paris, I'm gonna give MJ a necklace. Yeah, on the Eiffel Tower. I'll tell MJ I like her. Ned found, found love, lost my Peter Tingle help elementals wreck, wreck the town. Mysterio comes and saves the day, but nobody knows how. I've been in Venice just a single day. And nothing seems to go my way. So when the tower falls, the night monkey calls. Oh, I want to be with MJ. But Brad Blipton wants my bay. Yeah, Beck understands me. Maybe this... Isn't meant for me Oh, I want to do right by Tony The world can't be saved by a teen Yeah, I want to pass on Edith To somebody who earned it Spider-Man, ooh Peter Parker, ooh I'm only 16, yeah Spider-Man, ooh Peter Parker! Ooh! In the Avengers, I want it to be. I need to take the power back, because Beck turned out to be a quack. When his illusion fails, Spider-Man calls. Oh, I want to be with MJ. We can swing around the city. yeah. Things are looking lucky. Spider-Man, it's Peter Parker. Well, now go, world goes, it's me.
2: Hello and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today, we are talking about the new Spider-Man
1: Far From Home movie. I hope you enjoyed our rendition of the song. Uh, in tradition of doing it from the very first Spider-Man movie. Um, oh, yeah. From Spider-Man Homecoming, um, we did all of help. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, I would totally recommend it.
2: Yeah, this I totally forgot that this was going to be the song was gonna be in, in front of this
1: <laughs> yeah so uh yeah there it's gonna be i hope you enjoyed it and um i would just like to say that here in new york city uh the power has gone out in um a lot of manhattan like midtown and upper west side and it has not reached me so i'm kind of grateful for this yeah that's crazy so why so why
2: didn't it reach you what like what's the What's the radius do we know Uh, i honestly
1: don't don't know but i live on the upper upper west side and it has not reached me so i'm kind of excited about that (laughs) because then i can record this podcast but i'm sure that there's some poor people stuck in subway somewhere yeah so the subways
2: oh my gosh people are probably just like stranded places right now Mm
1: -hmm. yeah especially without air conditioning and i have to say I am so hot right now. It is 10 o'clock at night and it is like baking here. Absolutely horrendous. Oh man, I am so sorry. It,
2: it it's a, it's supposed to be like in the in the 80s this weekend, and it's been it's been
1: a pretty okay day over here and over here in Cali. Well the day <laughs> itself was fine. I don't know why the night really? has just been so humid. <laughs> That's crazy, and of course I can't put on the air conditioning because uh, we're recording a podcast for you all, you people. Yep. So back
2: to uh, Spider-Man. Um, Spider Man. Spider Baby.
1: I don't know. Honestly, from we just explained the entire movie in that song, but I I really liked this movie. I thought it was really fun. Um, I liked that it was a nice end game. Uh response yeah we we kind of got to
2: learn some some things that happened to people like with all the students and going into the blip uh, or the the blip that happened it was very funny, like kind of seeing what had happened when all the students reemerged uh in that little video, by the way, that video where they were doing a tribute to Tony Stark was re- hilarious.
1: Yeah, like, it started so off with the explanation of the blip, and it was, like, using, like, copyrighted images and videos, and it, I just, that was so funny. And just seeing the the basketball team in the middle of a game,
2: and then some a band members just show up in the middle of it, <laughs> and they all, like, run into each other, it was so... Yeah. Just, like, that same great humor, um, and really funny, like, one-liners that happened in Spider-Man Homecoming that I just really enjoyed, uh, in this second, in the second movie.
1: Definitely. And I think Tom Holland, uh, has grown as an actor just being more comfortable with being Spider-Man since the first one.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's still very awkward, (laughs) But like <laughs> awesomely awkward because he's like sixteen. Right. right, awesomely awkward. Um yeah, so it's really great seeing him again. Uh he's uh I really like kinda what they did with his with his character in this movie. He had a lot of stuff to juggle and he just was struggling through a majority of the movie, and that mm-hmm. was really and that was really cool to see. Him kind of like overcome all of that, you know, wanting to, want like he he just went through such a horrible traumatic experience, such as Infinity War and Endgame, that he just he wanted a break. Is that so hard to ask? Yeah, is that so much to ask for, <laughs> but apparently so because you know the Earth always needs saving. Yeah, um, in the in true. the MCU,
0: mm-hmm.
2: so so no, you don't get a break, and this is this is what you wanted. This is what you had signed up for, and you don't just get to leave if. When you want to, which yeah,
1: sucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not really, like, his responsibility is thrust upon him with his powers. Uh, it, it, we don't even know how he got his powers. I just I just want to say that. Like, we didn't even, we didn't ever address that, even in the first one. Really? They didn't? Like, with a, with a little spider and everything? I can't recall it. Like, I don't, maybe somebody out there is like, oh, yeah, he got bit by a spider, He must have, but, like, I don't, we never see it. We never actually see it, which I think is the good thing about the first Spider-Man because it's not really, like, an origin story. It's more of, like, a uh, developing story, you know? Right, because we had technically already been introduced
2: to Spider-Man in, I think it was Civil War or something. Yeah. So we did already meet him. Yeah. So we didn't, and we all know the Spider-Man story, so he didn't, need an origin story. We just kind of needed a, let's meet, let's meet Peter Parker story. Yeah. Let's meet like,
1: this adorable Tom Holland, please.
2: Yeah. We know he's here. We know he's adorable. Let's just, let's just let him, let him go into the wild and let's see what he does. Like, that's, that's just kind of, that's like what Homecoming is about. Yeah. That's what we
1: needed. Yeah. And I think that this movie, uh, being after Endgame was great and it, it just, it did add that kind of like, Seriousness of Endgame and made it a little bit, a little bit kooky with the fact that people have been gone for five years and the people in between have grown. So there is definitely like a disparity in a sense that like they're behind and they still have to do the rest of their school year. You know, it's, it's funny.
2: Yeah, right. Especially with how other people react. Like how the one character, Brad, like yeah. just, just, grows, like, six feet and, like, bulky and, <laughs> and, and, like, and like, completely changes, yeah, yeah. And turns into a total, a total hunk, um, and then Flash, who doesn't change at all or something, but did, did Flash actually go into the blip or... Yeah, because he's the same he age. Did. Yeah.
1: So, like, right. they, they, they did explain it, like, the people who are five years have already gone through school, like, they're, they're done now, you know, and, like, there's the ones who went through the blip have to to do it they're just behind there's just like half the population of the world grew five years and half didn't right it still kind of confuses me how because wouldn't
2: brad have technically been his same i mean how, how he, was. Did he change?
1: he was a kid he was the same age yeah like he just he was like a younger kid and then he didn't go through the blip so he grew up so, like, they knew him as, like, the younger oh. brother of somebody or something, and it was like... He didn't
2: go through the blip. He yeah, grew up.
1: He, yeah, he grew up, so that's oh. why he was, like, so hunky, because they knew him as, like, a kid, and then they knew him as an actual, like, teenager.
2: Oh, so then maybe our lyric in the song wasn't quite true, because I, I wrote it as if he did blip. <laughs>
1: oh, whatever. It, it's okay. <laughs> it's, fine. it's semantics. It's fine. I, I think it, it's obvious what we were going for with this song. <laughs> I sure hope so. I sure hope so. Uh, yes. Music and lyrics by Whitney Houston, Emily and Emily's sister, Kimmy.
2: Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Huge props to Kimmy. She was my she was my muse. She was really helping me out.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was I tried, but it was just so hard to do this like me over here and you over there and we managed to record this together. So that was great. Yeah, I it's it's, it's yeah, it's great. So, so we so, got Peter. Yeah, Peter. I did notice, just to say, uh, th- I think this is the first movie that Stan Lee is not in. Because he was in Endgame, right?
2: Right, he was. Yes.
1: And he, this is not, like, he was not around for this one.
2: Yes, this is this is the first movie that he does not have a cameo in. So sad. And they didn't try to CG him in, which I appreciate.
1: Also, I mean, as,
2: yeah
1: what they didn't have in this movie was Peter Parker here could pick up a passport please. They- I know. I noticed it immediately. I was like, wait a minute, he didn't go pick up his toothbrush from the bodega and he didn't go get the passport from the passport people and it just makes me so mad whenever they do that in movies.
2: So, I mean, and that's and that's great because then we didn't have to kind of watch that stuff over again in the movie because this movie was felt long to mm-hmm. me personally. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. It felt long. They covered a lot of stuff. Yeah. And um, and I, I do have a little story about my about my seat mate. <gasps> oh,
1: movie stuff from you. It's always from me.
2: Uh, so I went to see this uh, with with Kimmy. She uh, she has the A list for the summer. So we're gonna, <gasps> nice. we're, gonna mo- we're gonna movie it up as much as we can. Nice. Before before she goes to school. Yeah. Again. Um. And so we went and saw this in Dolby, so we had the very comfy seats, and, um, my seatmate was a very, was a very tall man. Very tall. He had, he had lots of limbs and not a <sighs> lot of room to put them. Oh my god. So, even in the Dolby seats. So, his arms were so long that when he would, like, open things like his elbow <laughs>
1: kept poking me. Oh my god. <laughs> Even in like the big recliner chairs? Yes. Was he sitting like with you as in like the person next to you with no space in between or was there like the little space for the cups between you?
2: Um there were def Oh. Maybe maybe we shared an maybe we shared an armrest. So you both had an armrest between you. Yeah, but maybe not our own armrest. Maybe it was just one. So when they when they
1: pair the seats together, do you is there not an extra cup uh, cup holder? No, there's between? there's two pairs of seats, and then on the outsides are armresting. There's no in between cup holder.
2: Oh, well, I had I had armrests on, on either side of me.
1: Oh, then okay, so I'm not thinking of that correctly then. Okay, yeah, okay. um. So, so yeah, so he was, he would
2: open things and he would poke me with his, with his elbows because he got some long ass arms. Yeah. And, and then, like, his legs kind of would go, like, onto, onto my leg section, like, What? This dude was so tall. And... And he would, and he would also, he would also breathe very heavily, so I would constantly hear him just, like, like, Darth Vader breathing, like, uh-huh. throughout the movie, uh-huh. um, and he was a very annoying chewer, so that was, uh, that was, so I was trying very hard to just keep moving towards Kimmy, and so I kind of, like, messed up my back a little bit, because I was sitting really weird, no! trying to just,
1: uh. trying to get away from
2: this guy, so. This is a sad <laughs> story, I'm so sorry. Uh, no, it's all right. Uh, it you know... Was, uh, it was an experience.
1: Today I went to the movies to go see yesterday, which wasn't very good, but there were so many old people in the theater. Oh and, yeah, and mine too. Oh my god. So there's like these old ladies, and I didn't fault them, but they kept getting up to go to the bathroom, but they picked seats that were right in the middle, so clearly like they weren't going to easily be able to get up. And of course I picked ones that were on the edge. But there was this man behind me who was also older and he kept like pulling on my chair every time he had to get up which was easily four times in this movie and i mean it it, like to me i was like okay it's fine these old ladies have to get up or whatever but this man was disgruntled every single time he had to get up for these women and he just was like so mad like this one (laughs) woman was like (laughs) this one woman was like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry in her old lady voice and the Ugh. man like stepped out, and I heard him mutter because he's right behind me. I heard him mutter, "You're not sorry," and I was like, "Excuse <laughs> me." <laughs> oh no, this lady is frail. Okay, like it just—I didn't mind being jostled around. That wasn't really a problem. It, it's just this man was like getting on my nerves. He reminded me oh, of man. of just just like a, a mad sad man. Oh man! Oh well, why did those ladies sit in the middle? They should have sat towards the end. I I think maybe like honestly, it was a very full theater. I feel like a lot of people just was don't it buy really? their t- yes, it's oh, Saturday, so like you know that's you know that's when people go to the movies. But obviously, I mean, even this week, I went to go see Midsummer on like Tuesday or Wednesday night, and it was so packed. Like all of oh, the yeah. so many people are going to see the movies that are in New York. Um, right now, I guess. I don't know why, but it's just, like, super busy, which makes me so excited to have this A-list pass. Right, yeah, and, and my theater, I think I went, did I go when
2: it opened? I don't know. I, I went on, I went on a Thursday. It might have been when it opened, possibly, Midsummer? our Yeah, midsummer, and I think our theater was packed as well. Like, it was, completely full which was awesome
1: well if you guys would like us to talk about Midsommar please let us know we were thinking about doing it with hereditary which neither of us have seen and i think we both enjoyed Midsommar so if if you if you want us to do a podcast on this let us know yeah so back to (laughs) spider-man sorry i keep derailing the conversation i i just i haven't talked to you in a while since yesterday i know right yeah since since yesterday
2: we uh we're just and and this is where we chat. This is this is when we chat. Yeah. So, let's see. So, on to, off to Peter. So, we've got um there were a lot of there were a lot of different sides of Peter and different stories to be told that I felt like this the movie got stretched a little thin mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um with with Peter trying to be on his vacation and enjoy his vacation with his friends and you know trying to
1: um mm-hmm.
2: Unveil his plan to tell MJ how he feels, um, and the funny stuff that was happening with Ned, uh, him and, and his girlfriend
1: was so funny, so funny. Yeah, oh my god. Even gosh, just starting cool. with the the plane ride, I thought it was hilarious.
2: Right when uh, yeah, because the first the first phase of Peter's plan was to get a seat next to MJ, and he had a dual a dual. Uh, headphone jack or something audio thingy. Yeah. So they could watch watch movies and laugh and smile and be together the whole the whole way to London. And uh, Ned, who's horrible at at lying, <laughs> um, or you know, thinking of thinking of good reasons to, you know, to to do stuff. You
0: know what I mean? <laughs> I
1: <don't know. laughs> yeah. He's, he's not a good improviser.
2: There we go. That's, that's the word. That's the word. Yeah. And so so Peter has to sit next to their uh, teacher with which oh we love this guy, he's from <laughs> Martin Starr. Yeah he's from freaks
1: and geeks. Yes, he is, yeah. He's funny. Oh man.
2: And he was really hilarious during this too, like him just trying to keep the kids safe and the
1: other uh JB JB Smooth as Mr. Dell. Yeah. <laughs> he was like taking no responsibility for anything, just like no, no. He's got it right. It's like, oh my god, this is just such a mess.
2: Yeah, so it's just really interesting seeing Peter trying so hard not to be Spider Man, and then Nick Fury making him be Spider Man. It was it was very surreal, almost like when he would be Spider Man, like he didn't have a suit, so he had to wear like this weird like stealth suit that he'd never worn before, and he like looked very different. And mm-hmm. you know, he was he was really trying not to get found out like yeah. he he, def, he definitely seemed way more worried
1: what is happening over there <laughs> oh i don't know somebody's fighting outside <laughs> oh okay great what else is new um so P-
2: Peter seemed very extra concerned this movie about being found out, and he yeah. almost used it
1: as an excuse to not. Oh, be he definitely Spider Man definitely used it as an excuse. He's like, "Oh, they're gonna find me out, right? I'm so concerned about this." And it's like, "Come on, dude, you just don't want to do this. You just want to be on vacation, like our song says." Right. I mean, it's just it was just really interesting how 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 much of a
2: one eighty he he made just from being like ready to fight in Infinity War and Endgame and then just this horrible circumstance that happened with Tony's death and just the pain that he has to go through. I mean, it just and then he just seems completely against, like, it, it almost seems like he's not gonna want to go back to being Spider-Man when he comes back from his vacation. It just kind of sounds like he's done. Yeah, totally. So, like, I really, this this movie is such a it's so chaotic that I don't even know where to segue. I feel like I can't segue properly. Okay,
1: uh, <laughs> we haven't talked about so they they get to Europe and immediately something goes wrong as soon as they get to Venice. So it's right. kind of like I feel like they just didn't a lot, have a lot of time to sightsee and you know, we didn't get a lot of like that kind of stuff. Of course, as soon as they get to Venice, they they do do some sightseeing, uh, which I did enjoy. Uh, that whole scene in Venice and I've been there, so I was really excited about seeing all the places I've been to, um, with all of these actors and, and, fun stuff in there. Especially that funny, um, hotel that they stay in that's practically underwater, which is actually kind of realistic, um, because a lot of, really? uh, yeah, like... a lot of Venice is, is fl- floods very constantly. Um, so it's... Even, in the, even in the businesses? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. uh-huh oh okay they have uh, uh, lots of stuff in bathtubs like especially like bookshops um, because stuff it's it's flooding it's flooding a lot it's actually a big problem and, and Venice has made these like really interesting um, floodgates that actually make energy um, in, as they go up and down with the water it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um oh, okay, I, yeah, I forgot what it's called, but you should definitely look it up. It's pretty amazing, but yeah, like the city is getting flooded, and it you know global warming is is making the the seas rise and and it's not helping like it's making it a lot worse it it's it's definitely a floating city, so um when I was there, yeah, no definitely even a a little bit of it was flooded when I was there, so that was that was interesting but yeah so like having them like uh do some little sightseeing there before it goes crazy but still i felt like they didn't really feel like they were in the places that they were in you know like i felt like they just kind of jumped around and did some sightseeing some places but then you're right it was a long movie we had to put a plot in there like it couldn't just be like uh peter on his trip it had to be peter fighting the elementals
2: well on his trip and then, and then Nick Fury hijacking his trip and making it a part of the mission that Peter's on. So it was just, it was making a lot of twists and turns yeah. and it was, I mean, it, it was easy to follow obviously, but it just, it just took a while to get, to get to where it needed to be.
1: Yeah. And it, and it's just like, we had that original fight between the water elemental in Venice and it destroyed a lot of buildings in Venice, which was hard to watch. Um and then and then the sneak peek of the one that
2: was in Mexico with the uh-huh. tornado one. At the beginning the Earth one. Uh huh. Yeah, so we knew so we knew what was our what what to expect. And then again, with, with how Jake Gyllenhaal's character kind of turned turned into being, it made the movie even more surreal. I don't know. This felt like a very inside out Spider Man movie to me. I don't know. It just felt very not off, maybe a little awkward. Mm-hmm. Um but that's just how i felt through a majority of the movie but um i guess maybe let's uh let's head on into quentin beck or
1: mysterio yes yes so we see quentin beck first defeating the uh the water monster thing um but we had already talked in our spider-man far from home breakdown trailer breakdown that we we figured out that he was he's not real like we knew this going into the movie. Did you remember?
2: Yeah. Oh, I I knew I knew that Jake Hall was gonna be the the
1: villain in some way. Yeah. So he, I knew he was lying in some way, and that he was actually like producing these elementals, but I didn't realize that it was going to be like a projection thing.
2: Yeah, and I actually thought he was gonna be like an alien being of some sort. I yeah. didn't think that he was just gonna be a human. Yeah. Totally. Um, um, and it was so cool when he brought up the multiverse. Like, it was such an awesome call, callback to <laughs> uh, to, Sp- to Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yes. Right? And yes. That, that, that's what that was, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a call to the the, the Spider-Verse as a thing in the comics, yeah. for sure. Like, as canon. It is officially canon. <laughs> Well, Well, it's it's not, because he's, he's lying. Well, it's real, though. (laughs) It's, it's, it's,
2: it's canon. It's It's in the
1: comics.
2: (laughs) So it's canon. Um, But yeah, so, and, and this, and watching this movie made me realize that I have not seen enough Jake Gyllenhaal movies. Because I feel like this is the... I feel like this is one of the first movies I've actually seen him in. No way. No. Dude, dude, dude. dude. I'm gonna look through his filmography right now, but I was looking at it. I haven't, I haven't seen.
0: Really? really Or,
2: or any. Not even Brokeback Mountain?
1: I think I saw, I think I saw Prisoners. Okay. That that was the one. Yeah, that's, that's directed by, uh, Uh, I don't want to get it wrong. I'm gonna look it up just to make sure I don't get it wrong. It's our it's, it's our main man, right? Yeah.
2: What's Denis yeah, Villeneuve, yeah. buddy? Uh, yeah. Okay, so I've seen that one, and yeah, I yeah, loved yeah. that movie. And you haven't seen Donnie lot. Darko?
1: I haven't. It's on my list of things oh, to watch, buddy. We got a, oh, that's such a good movie. We have to do a podcast on
2: Donnie Darko. We should we should just do maybe I've seen October Sky. Maybe I've seen that. Okja? Um. What
1: have you seen, Okja? No, I haven't. The oh, one on Netflix, yeah, no, I haven't seen that. That's one. That's a good one too. Also, uh, um, uh, Wildlife was pretty good. That was directed by Paul Dano. I watched it on the plane.
2: Yeah, and and I've always wanted to watch uh, Brokeback Mountain, so that that's always been on my list. What about um, Zodiac? Yeah, so
1: Have you seen Zodiac? No, I haven't. Love and Other Drugs. Oh. <laughs> Have you seen Love and Other Drugs? Um, I've seen Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. Oh, fuck. Fuck yeah! Guess what, Emily and I got for each other for Christmas, like, 2010. It was that movie. Uh, yeah. I really don't know why we ask that of each other because <laughs> I don't want the movie anymore. I also like that movie, The Day After Tomorrow. He's in that. That's that's a fun one. Uh, Zodiac. I did. Like I, I, said. I did. I did watch. Brothers. I did
2: watch Love and Other Drugs. I
1: do remember that.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah. So I've I've seen. I've seen like a sprinkle, like a like a a sprinkle, yeah. But you you've known him for so long. Every time I hear him, I I hear Jake Yulinhuli, like what he said. (laughs) I I just I cannot. It's so funny. Oh man, it's just it's hilarious. I was I was talking to Danny about it recently, and he goes, "Yeah, he did it on Conan." And I'm like, you know, when he says Yulinhulian, and he's like, "That's actually how you say it." And I was like, "No way." And it may be true, but that's not what he says. Like, that's not how he calls himself. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's hilarious.
2: Um, But yeah, so I I just feel like I haven't, I'm not used to Jake Gyllenhaal's acting, which also felt a little on the awkward side to me. Oh, it was super campy. It was so over the top as hilarious. Yeah, very campy. And so it was, it was a little... It was like a little off putting, but like that's fine because he's he's supposed to kind of do that because yeah. obviously he's fake and he's faking it. Yeah. So so like that's fine. It was just so it just felt like a very different Spider-Man yeah. movie to me. He's a really intense guy. Yeah, especially when he just starts going like really dark later when he's mm-hmm. when he's like, Yeah, we need we need the intensity to be up, we need the damage to be higher and they're like they're like Quentin. There's people are going to get hurt, and he's like, "This is. This needs to be an Avengers level
1: threat." Yeah, totally. People got to die. Yeah, and that like, was that was scary, and just his attitude was got pretty scary as well, because he seemed like a pretty calm and chill person when he was talking to Spider Baby, which is how he gained his trust.
2: Right, and that was what he and and the way
1: that he was trying to gain power was
2: a very unique way, I thought, like with this whole. Fabrication and the show that he had to put on, and and all of those, how much had to be involved.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it was insane. And the fact that Tom, or excuse me, the fact that Peter Parker gave him Edith, uh, which we knew was a bad idea, and that, that Edith gave him the ability to make it even more was crazy. Right, that was insane. And the
2: fact that Tony gave Gave Peter these glasses is is even more amazing. I mean, these glasses were <laughs> awesome, and I loved I loved when he wore them. He looked so cute. You and, did. Um, oh
1: my god, I loved it.
2: And I and I saw that you could you could buy the glasses that look like this on Etsy, and I'm like really interested because <laughs> in <Aww. getting> <laughs> they're just they're so fashionable, and they looked really nice on on Jake Jake Ulanhuli. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, either? he's uh yeah. Okay. He's definitely he's very kooky, but I thought it was it, it just made it a little bit more fun. Like it made the tone of the movie a little bit less serious in a way, even though you do fear for him especially when um Spider-Man gets hit by that train and then ends up in like the Netherlands, which was hilarious and it's just like he gets We're there like and everybody speaks English. <laughs> Everybody speaks amazing English, and they're super nice. Like, he goes up to that guy, and he's like, "Hey, can I use your phone?" And he's like, "Sure." <laughs> he goes, "Wow, people are so nice here. <laughs> where are we?" And then he like has to ask him where he is like three times.
2: Um, yeah, and the way that and the way that the place was spelled did not did not look at all how he was pronouncing it.
1: <laughs> it was that is, that's amazing. Um and I, I, I loved how much Happy was in this too. I was too. just going to say that. I was just going to say <laughs> I'm so happy how much happy was in this movie. Yeah, cuz Happy
2: like he's been he's been with Tony for so long and and he really I don't know. I I I feel like the way Happy would talk about Tony was more was was so much more like not sensitive, but you know, like like very very touching, very, uh, it, it made me very, it, it, it brought me back. Like, I was like, all right, I miss, I do miss Tony, but, like, he's not really gone, and, like, Mm -hmm. we know, like, his, like,
0: his legacy is still there.
2: Yeah, his legacy is there, he's also just a character, and, and all that stuff, but, yeah, Mm -hmm. so happy, and I loved how he, him, and May were just, were just very, like, Awkward, and, yeah, yes. And the way that May said that they weren't dating at the end—they're just like they're just friends—was <laughs> like so sad. <laughs> I know he like really really digs May. I know he likes her so much, and and she's just like, yeah, I know
1: we're we're just friends. We're just friends, right? And he's like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure that they're they're gonna have some kind of relationship. I mean, they sort of did in this movie, um, but it is nice to have. Uh, happy, be the proxy. Kind of, like, in a sense, like, he's not Tony, but he gets to have all of Tony's tech. Like, it was pretty awesome when uh, Peter made that new suit in in the ship, and right, yeah. he's, he's just got this support that is is still there. Like, even though Tony's dead, he's still got his support, which is really important.
2: Yeah, and and also with, um, I also want to add that the action was the action scenes were mm-hmm. so much better in this one. Mm-hmm. Like we actually, I feel like we got to really see a Spider-Man fight. Yeah, and because we got like a little bit of that in Homecoming, but he was still kind of get t- like learning the ropes and kind of learning his suits. And he he knows how everything works now, and he's had he's had some experience. And uh, he also the way that the that uh, Quentin would do those illusions around him to like mess mm-hmm. him up yes. was crazy, and the fact that so his, uh, cool. Peter T- Peter Tingle wasn't working very well, yeah, because he was just because he was just so at odds like mentally about everything that I guess it just didn't, it just wasn't quite working. He couldn't focus, I guess. Maybe yeah. that was what the reason was. Yeah, um, but yeah, those scenes that Quentin would would fabricate were crazy.
1: Yeah, they and were. The way that he they were used fun. His spider Sense. Yeah, Yeah. I really enjoyed that, like, breach of reality that made Spider feel like he, he was even more disoriented. Um, and it, it was really cool. Like, it was really good CGI. I, I just, I thought it was, like, a very fun extra part about this movie. Of course, it just included the, the packing a lot of stuff into the movie. But, you know, it made it a little bit more surrealistic, a little bit more fun, um, pretty amazing that that's that technology is even available yeah
2: and it's almost and it's it's a very clever story to kind of have this very chaotic villain come into play like right after endgame happens because yeah like, because peter's already all over the place everyone's kind of all over the place they're kind of trying to get grasps like kind of grasp things again yeah um and trying to get back to a sense of normalcy but then but then this guy pops up and he's just a nuisance, and, um, and the elementals that come into play, and it's all, it's very chaotic, but it all, it all kind of makes sense for, for where everyone's at.
1: Yeah, and the way that MJ reacts to Peter Parker is hilarious, like, MJ and Peter are, like, definitely dancing on that line of, like, we're totally into each other, but we're not gonna say it. And it's adorable. Like, I just, I'm so excited that she, she eventually, uh, is like, I figured out that you're Spider-Man slash I really like you. And it's, it's cute.
2: Yeah. She's like, oh, I really, I wasn't just watching you because I was trying to figure out if you were Spider-Man. Like, I do like you. Like, that was very cute. Cause like, again, they're, they're very young. They're both like, what, 16? I think I wrote that he he was 16 in the song. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Um, and I also read an article that, to where he was 16, because I was fact-checking. Um. Nice. And, uh, and yeah, they're still very awkward, uh, and, you know, Peter's got a lot of shit going on, so he doesn't, he doesn't know what he's doing, and probably neither does MJ. So they're just, they're figuring it
1: all out. They're just figuring it all out. So what did you think of him actually, like, basically killing Mysterio? Um... I thought it was badass. Um.
2: And uh, so wait, so he, I'm, I'm I'm trying to like think back to the movie. So when he, Mysterio was gonna shoot him, yeah. And he uses his spider sense to aim it up. Mm-hmm. And what does he? Does something like blow him up? Does he like throw him on a drone and the drone blows up or something? Or what happens? No,
1: no, no. no. So what what he does is he goes or over. What does he do? The drones are there. And they'd say, there's a chance that you'll get hurt. Uh, Edith says, there's a chance you'll get hurt if you shoot these drones at Spider-Man, who is very good at dodging bullets, apparently. And Uh he gets around it and and breaks all the drones. And he goes down to the Mysterio, who seems like he's gotten shot. And it turns out that Mysterio is actually behind him. Like, he's used one last drone, uh, to fool Peter and yeah. uh, it, so he's behind Peter and he like moves out of the way and Mysterio like shoots the gun and it hits him like it, it I guess it like bounces and it hits him I think that's what happens oh so like Mysterio okay. kind of shoots himself because he's he uh, Peter moves out of the way because he knew he was right. behind him because of his Peter tingle Right, okay, yeah. and then, like uh Beck, like, I guess, is still alive when Peter is saying the execute thing I, I I don't know, Danny thinks that he's still alive, which he did record that end message, so I feel like he's probably out there still, right, I mean, yeah, if he was wearing a if he was wearing a bulletproof vest, probably. Yeah, pro-
2: he he would probably live. Yeah, um, so I guess he like didn't actually like because yeah. Then he did record. Then he then they had to put that that message together and then send it to the news later on.
1: Yeah, which was crazy. So yeah,
2: so either he still, either he did die in his and the rest of his team is still doing his bidding, or or he is still alive. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I and either one would be would be interesting to see i mean if if he shows up again
1: well you know what's crazy is during that end and credit scene that uh jk simmons plays j jonah jameson who he plays in the spider-man from 2003 like the old spider-man and i saw him right yeah and i literally like i freaked the fuck out i was like He's in the old Spider-Man. Like I was like, oh my god, I brought him back. Like that is just the most. I I don't know. I don't know what they were trying to do with that, but definitely the whole world was probably screaming at that point. I'm not
2: surprised because I think in the Lego game, whenever they do Marvel stuff, um, they they have in in like one of the newest Lego Marvel video games, they have. And, and I think it's voiced by him. Oh, they my have God. They his character, like, kind of announcing the, the, like, the different levels that you're playing. Like, he, he kind of, like, tells you the story as you're playing it. Oh. So I think... And I think it's actually him. Um, so I was... I wasn't surprised to see him, and I, I love J.K. Simmons so much, so this yeah. is really amazing. Uh. And the fact that the world now knows Peter Parker's identity... Or so, Spider-Man's identity is so crazy. I'm like so excited to see like what's gonna happen next.
1: Yeah, I know. I it's insane. Also, post post credit scene. <laughs> what was yeah. going on there? What 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 the fuck? So
2: so it's possible that Nick Fury's just been hanging up on the hanging out on the scroll ship this whole time and maybe wasn't there for all of the missions that were on Earth?
1: Yes. I think that that's what was going on.
2: Like, if you think back to how many times you've seen Nick Fury on Earth, technically, if we're talking chronologically, after Captain Marvel, that's a shit ton. And if he just didn't Uh, feel like doing a mission, he could, like, just...
1: What? Yeah, you're right. Like, he could have just sent the scroll instead, but, like, how do we know... If he was actually there and if he was actually the scroll, We-
2: we won't know. I mean, maybe- I mean, there are some clues that maybe if we go back- I mean, I- I- I'm pretty sure that this was all thought of, like, after the fact, so, like, nothing really should be said, but uh, who knows? People- people could probably have gone back and watched original scenes with Nick Fury and maybe been like, oh, here he says this, and- this would be a thing that a scroll would only say, like you know, yeah. like well, something like I think,
1: that. I think to me, it just felt like this was just pertaining to this movie, and that he was just playing Nick Fury after the blip. Yeah, I mean, and
2: that's kind of how I took it too. But I'm pretty sure people are pushing it back to he—he
1: could have technically
2: been doing this the whole time.
1: Sure, I mean, so he was on the
2: scroll ship.
1: Is that what was, what was going on?
2: Yeah. He oh,
1: was, okay.
2: Just hanging out on the scroll ship. Right. Um he and he might be running it. He might have like who knows how many uh SHIELD agents are uh our scrolls. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: you just so you those... just calling me back to during Endgame when the most badass thing ever happened when captain america just whispered in the elevator to the guy hail hydra i i swear i i i peeked. i i squealed i was like oh I- my god i think that was the <laughs> most like satisfying moment of my life
2: <laughs> it was so amazing oh. like so so many parts of that movie were so amazing <laughs> that I just... I, I just remember I could not stop smiling. There were just so many things that I was like, yes. It was so satisfying. All the callbacks. Just so great.
1: Um, okay, so uh, Spider-Man Far From Home got a, a 69 Metascore, which I feel is pretty appropriate. Yeah, there were, there were some things I really enjoyed
2: about this movie, and then some things that that of course I didn't enjoy like maybe uh, sometimes it felt a bit more campy than actually funny where I feel like Homecoming had had some great like one-liners of just like really funny stuff um and this just kind of felt very campy a lot of the time but I but again I, I love all the kids I loved Ned being so like high and mighty now that he's he's found he's he's experienced love yeah um and he was so mature about it yeah uh and they're like oh you guys are so cute
1: whoa we're not together anymore we broke up (laughs) like oh yeah
2: maybe we can do like a double and they're like oh yeah we're not together anymore (laughs) and it was so funny
1: so hilarious the two of them So, okay, I would like to read this 90 from Uproxx because it's hilarious. Spider-Man Far From Home is a heck of a lot of fun, and I can't get over how great of a Mysterio movie this is.
2: (laughs) Mysterio movie this is? Oh, wow. Uh, Let's see, what do we got?
1: I'm going to read the the 50 from IndieWire because we always like to read the bottom ones. Um, Yeah. Fans might be appeased by a successful bunt in a a long summer of disgraceful strikeouts. True. But this is still a maddening failure when compared to the remarkable artistry of Into the Spider-Verse or the raw pathos of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2. Does anybody Um. really love Spider-Man 2 that much? Is that like a raw pathos of a movie? I I never really thought...
2: It's... I don't want to... I don't know. I I because because really I only started liking Spider Man once Tom Holland was Spider Man slash Spider Verse into the Spider Verse. I only like Spider Man now. Like I didn't really care about Spider Man before. Uh so, yeah, it's... I
1: liked it. I mean, I just you know we were kids, so maybe it's worth a revisit. Maybe we should revisit that entire series. Are you are you sure? <laughs> Do I want to open that can of worms? I think the answer for me is yes, but this is a two two party system we have here, Emily. So both of us have to decide. Oh, okay. Well, uh, give me give me some time to think about that. We need but. to watch Casablanca first.
2: Oh yeah, no. This this will not be this will not be visited until until a lot later. Yeah. Um but yeah, let's see. What about uh let's see. Vanity Fair gave it a 65. If yet another Marvel movie is a little self-conscious about being yet another Marvel movie, does that excuse it from being, well, yet another Marvel movie? <laughs> oh my god. That's, that's the tricky territory that Spider-Man Far From Home finds itself in. I, I mean, I don't quite agree
1: with that. I don't either. Like, we don't hate yet another Marvel movie, so, like, I don't understand why this person does. Yeah, because, I mean, the,
2: the Marvel movies coming out are great right now. So why is, why are they yet another? I mean, this is, I feel like this is a fairly strong start into the next phase, uh, whatever Marvel plans to do next, which I'm very excited, mm-hmm. uh, to see what happens. And I mean, they can't, I mean, who, I mean, of course they know what's going to happen, but of course none of the, none of the movies are, have been made yet. So the, so this is this is very minuscule. Like this is just our first peak. And yeah. I think and I, I think it is a good start. Um obviously there's gonna be more Spider-Man movies, so hopefully we get we get a bit more of Spider Man and maybe his uh, character development and stuff like that. And yeah. uh, I mean Mysterio Mysterio is interesting. He he's still a little off to me, and I didn't like him as much as I liked Michael Keaton in Homecoming. Mm-hmm. But but I'd be interested to see if he is in fact alive again.
1: Yeah, I, I think he could have some some role to play in the next uh, the next one. Maybe I, I really would like to know more about what the next movies are coming. And I guess we could just we'll just have to see. Yeah, I mean we'll see uh, we'll see what Comic Con gives us next week. That's definitely true. They're probably going to unveil a lot of the movies. And uh, sadly, I don't know if you guys knew this, but we are not going to Comic Con this year. Um, it's just. We just had to take a break.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: it it was a much-needed break. Four years
2: in a row was fantastic, and I do not regret any of it, but we just needed a break. Um, We, we hope to go one day in the future again, but uh, it's not happening this year. But yeah. I heard, I was reading a little bit about the panels coming, and Marvel does have, like, a lot of guests coming. Great. Um. And they're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about, like the new Black Widow movie Mm -hmm. and uh, other stuff coming up. So it's, uh, and and probably some, hopefully some stuff that's going to be on the Disney,
1: the Disney thing. Definitely. Definitely some Disney plus stuff, I'm sure.
2: Yeah. So really excited to hear more about that next week uh, when we start, when the panels start happening. And uh, if any of you are going, let us know. We would love to
1: we'd love to know what you get up to. Yes, I totally. It's it's definitely one of those things where we're kind of jealous of the people that are going this year. But also we're like, you know, we just need, we need to to rest because we had so much excitement for four years. So yeah, please let us know.
2: Yeah, it's 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 a little it's a little much on the heart. <laughs> My heart <needs> a break. <laughs> I know. Uh, so let's look at these plot keywords. Yeah, sorry, we skipped those. No, no, we, we didn't forget them and that's the important part. So let's see. For uh for the plot keywords, we've got vacation, superhero, sequel, villain,
1: and prog. Uh yeah. Okay. I sure sure. Uh, I'll give I'd... it. All of, all those things are true.
0: Sure, sure,
2: yeah. Exactly. Virtual we also got virtual reality, school trip. Let's uh all right. Cool. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So that was that was Spider Man Far From Home. Let us know what you thought of this movie. Um, did you did you like Jake Gyllenhaal's outfit? <laughs> uh, did you did do you like the new Spider Man outfit? Like, let us know. We'd love to know. I can comment on SoundCloud or Facebook. Just search All by the Popcorn and like our page on Facebook or follow us on SoundCloud. Um, If you need notifications on any future episodes, you can follow our various social media. We've got Twitter at ByThePopcorn and Instagram at AllByThePopcornPodcast. And um, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Google Play or something. Uh, That would really help people find us. And uh, and, uh, what else am I trying to say? Uh, We have emails. Yeah emails uh if you've got suggestions for future episodes you can email us at all by the podcast at gmail.com or all by the at gmail.com
1: sounds good and thanks everybody for listening talk to you all next time bye bye, bye.